Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. People need to know who the hell's in charge here. What the rules are. Welcome to Walkers and Talkers, episode 196. Jamie, we are four episodes away from 192. I, it's so close. It's happening. <laughs> did, you, did you even hear what I said? We're four episodes away. Yes, from 192. Oh! You really should well, listen to this just, podcast. That shows you uh, how much I'm, I'm I paying I knew you weren't paying attention. Okay, so pulling back the curtain, <laughs> right before we started recording, I have to send Jamie a link that allows our audio to hook up so I can hear her through the computer. Yeah. So Jamie says, hello? And I said, hi, Jamie, hi. She goes, can you hear me? I said, yeah, I just said hello, Jamie. I just said hello to you. Yeah. You've had a long day. Uh, it's been it's been a day, yeah. <laughs> we we are recording this at uh, eight o'clock at night, which I think is the latest we've ever started. Yeah, but mostly because you know Jamie just keeps putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. Oh yeah, it's just it's all me. <laughs> it's, all, it's all you. <laughs> it's all me. <laughs> oh my god. Well, um, we have a lot of news to talk about, and uh, uh, we'll talk about episode three, hunted. Right, it's hunted. Yes. Right. Okay. From the Reapers, not the Hunters, which are in the comic books, but uh, the episode was hunted. Did you like it? I did. It scared me. <laughs> I did. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about the episode. It was a it was a scary episode. It was a. I thought it was a very good episode. Lots of bullshit, but what else can you expect? There's always, <laughs> always. there's always some. Let's let's talk about some news. There was an article by my uh, good buddy, who I've never met, Kirsten Acuna, at the <laughs> at the Insider. She said the Walking Dead seemingly introduced a comic character onto the show, but fans are skeptical that actress Shel Ramos or Ramos is Stephanie. Mm. She reminds us that Josh McDermott previously confirmed to Insider that Margot Bingham was the voice of the mystery woman on the radio 
back on season 10 in 2019. According to social media, the prevailing theory is that Ramos's character isn't the real Stephanie and that she may be a Commonwealth spy to try and find out if Eugene and the others are really being honest with them. Man. They must know who the real Stephanie is because this Stephanie, real or not, is wearing the same glasses as Stephanie in the comics. Hmm. So maybe they thought, is it possible Stephanie mentioned she wears glasses on the radio? Yeah. So that's why she had, she, that may be why she's wearing similar glasses to the comics. How about that? How about that? All I right. want to know what's going on there. I do too. What do you got for me, Jamie? <laughs> well, Magna, played by Nadia Hilker, is okay if she's not among those to survive the zombie apocalypse by its series finale next year. This is what she says. I definitely, like a big part of me, wants to get killed off because I think what? being on the show... Yeah. And she says that being on the show and not being turned into walkers, it just doesn't seem right. So she talked about this while discussing this, the uh, season finale. She says she has one request if she were to die. She said at the same time, it also depends on the death. Would it be heroic death? Would it be a death where something good would come of my death? She goes, so I kind of have mixed feelings and I just leave it to the writers and to the universe to make that kind of decision. Well, the universe, unless you're talking about the Walking (laughs) Dead universe, does not involve itself with the casting and the script writing of the Walking Dead. This is not like if you're religious, you want to believe the universe has something to do with your own life and your own death. That's your belief. That's fine. But I don't think the universe cares if she stays on the show or not. That being yeah. said, I know it would be cool to be turned into a walker. But I feel like if I was on the show and it was a paying job, I would want to be turned into a walker the last episode. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to. I don't want to miss it. Like I want to be a walker, but I don't. I don't want to miss a paycheck. <laughs> exactly. Also, with all the possible spinoffs, do yeah. I want to die and then no. forcing them to now only make prequels? Yeah. Right, like Magna's group, we could see where they were. I'm sure there was a history there, more than seeing the guy in the flowered shirt. But I don't know. Would you want it? Would you want to? Would you give up episodes? How many episodes would you give up if the show was ending to be a walker? Uh, maybe like three. <laughs> so three. You give up three paychecks. No, Well, I mean, if I'm making it to the end, like clear sailing, right. I, I would give up three to like. Except I get really flinchy with my eyes. So flinchy. <laughs> Flinchy, like oh, flinchy. I don't like things near my eyes, so I know they had to put on those crazy contacts. So I know I'd flinch. <laughs> oh well, maybe maybe you could be a freshly killed walker, oh, and your eyes wouldn't fresh. be too bad. Yeah, maybe they could just make my eyes redder. And as and powerful as you'd be in the cast, they could CGI your eyes to look like whatever they wanted. Them to oh, look. there we go. I like it. I don't know if you guys have seen the Walking Dead <laughs> World Beyond trailer that was released this week. Uh, a lot goes on. It, lo- it looks like Elizabeth is the evil woman, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. That she and one of her sidekicks are uh, unleashing a zombie horde onto a city with a wall built around it. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if that's like another city in the Commonwealth of the yeah. multi-communities that they're deciding to wipe out, you know, and break down the walls and let the walkers go in and do the thing. Oh, boy. But the most important thing that happened in the trailer, Jamie, do you know what it was? The very last three seconds? Yes, when the camera is showing a woman with a weird haircut. I knew right away who it was. Oh my God, me too. And then the woman turns around and it's Anne slash formerly Jadis. I was screaming. Yeah. (laughs) So she's on the show. Now keep in mind, this show takes place years after the helicopter? World Beyond? Isn't it? It's lined up with our people's time, right? Is it? Yeah, so I mean, she she knows where he is. She knows where Rick is. He's she's got a 
No, she knows where Rick is, but I don't remember the timeline now because it's been a while since we talked about it. If they are lined up with Fear or they're lined up with The Walking Dead. I think they're more lined up with The Walking Dead. Okay. Then the pilot, what's her name, the pilot on on, uh, Fear? Isabella? That we thought was Elizabeth's daughter? Oh, yes, yes, yes. She's six years in the past then. Hmm. Right? Because... Fear hasn't t- fear. time jumped yet. Although they may time jump at the apocalypse with the nuclear war. There may be maybe a year or two, a couple of years. Yeah. We don't know yet. We'll have to find that out. Anyway, so Jadis will be returning in the world beyond. Maybe that'll help save the show, make it better. They're adding a lot of people to the cast. So maybe that cuts down on, on uh, the Scooby gang being on as much <laughs> as possible. The, uh, che- the tiger girls or what are they called? The cheetah girls? The cheetah girls. girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right, Jamie, what else you got? So I thought this was fascinating. I didn't know this. So Lori Fortier, who plays Agatha. Well, played. She, spoiler. Oh, played. Yeah. Spoiler. Her <laughs> arm was eaten. Um, she there was, so was the that, rest of her. Spoiler. Well, Hello. her whole body. But she. Oh, I mean, well, there's a part about her arm that we'll talk about. Yes, later. we will. That yes, was yes, in yes. Talking Dead. Yeah, yeah. So she revealed that Agatha and Duncan were a couple, which I didn't realized she goes i died saving maggie so she could get get away duncan is my partner in the script it was very much duncan and agatha are together i don't know if you picked up on that there's just so many storylines going on so when he dies it was kind of like i have nothing else to live for so of course it makes sense in that moment that i would sacrifice myself so maggie could get away wow they have so you know what i didn't know they were a couple i didn't either they did come in together right with um what was the other guy's name frost we haven't seen Frost. him die yet, so he must be alive. Uh, and then, uh, but she came in with Duncan, and then they they were both talking about, like, is that Negan, is that the guy? And then they were both, it looked like they were going to kill Negan for Maggie at one point when Daryl punched him in the face. Yeah. Somehow she was in the woods, didn't get attacked in the first scene, which we'll get to, but managed to, she didn't drag Duncan because he's huge, but I guess <laughs> she stayed with him or helped him to get wherever they were. So I guess there were a couple. I guess, I guess they so. didn't make it obvious enough, but that explains why she maybe had less to... I mean, who wants to be eaten by a zombie? Besides you and Natalie Ilker. <laughs> Fan-sided website uh, had, a, had a theory about Elijah, the masked friend of Maggie. She said They said he wears a mask similar to what we see the Reapers wearing. I guess it's similar. It's a mask. So why is he with Maggie and the Wardens? Just a reminder, the Wardens are Maggie's group. He did learn his sister was killed in an earlier episode, and he was part... So that they want to know if, if maybe he was part of the Reapers and they killed his sister and he could have defected from the group either because they killed his sister or they killed his sister because he defected and perhaps they're trying to get him back. So like a lot of gangs will tell you like once you join a gang, you can never leave. Yeah. It's like the mafia if they existed, which, you know, if they did, I'm, yeah. I'm sure they're very yep. nice. Mm-hmm. But that you can never, it's, it's the code, right? So yes. maybe... When they strung him up around his neck, right? We'll talk about that in the episode. They captured him. They didn't kill him. They were capturing him to tell him, like, you're not getting away. Yeah. And maybe because Maggie was protecting him, that's why Maggie is marked by the Pope. Oh, Pope marked you. Yep. And if you remember, we'll, and we'll talk about it, we're sure I'm at this point. I want to talk about the burnt walker. Okay. The Judas. Okay. I guess you want to talk about him now. Oh, no, no. I just was saying that's that's well, just because he had the sign above his head. Oh, as opposed to the other 75 burnt walkers we saw in the episode. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> Jamie. This is too late. We can no longer do really late because. I start to get silly. You're getting very silly. Uh, yes. Okay. All right. Can I trust you with, with the, I know you have a Jeffrey Dean Morgan story. Can I trust yes. you with that? 
Yes, you can trust me with the JDM story. Okay. All right. I'm trusting you this one time. Okay. So. <laughs> Go slow. Jeffrey D. Morgan wants a Negan spinoff, which. Oh, of I, course he does. Of course he does. Which I am, I am all about that. So he says there have been a lot of things discussed with me and network people. Jeffrey D. Morgan told TV line. We'll see. I mean, Negan could still find his way six feet under before season 11, season 11 concludes. So that could be a problem unless it's a prequel. He said we're crapping. Crapping open windows. <laughs> oh my God. It's way too we're late now, for you. We're, this, wow. I need to be in bed. How we're, powerful are his craps <laughs> if they shoot open windows? Powerful craps. Powerful craps. Take two, which I'm sure we're leaving this in. Well, he took we're, a two. That's what a crap is, a number two. Good point. This is what happens when I'm up late. Don't worry, we're, Jamie. I'll edit this out. I'll clean it up for you. Sure, sure, sure. We're cracking open windows here and there this season that would lend themselves to more Negan stories. He goes, I do love Negan. There's an amazing opportunity to dive a lot deeper into this man who I think has become very interesting the last few years. Agreed. I'm certainly not opposed to keeping him alive a bit longer and finding out more about him. Which is a nice way of saying, I kind of like the gig. I wouldn't mind getting paid. Yeah, I, I, I would like to keep this going. Pay me. <laughs> So, all right. Well, yeah, okay. All right, so let's talk about the episode. You uh you did like it? I did like it. Good. Me like it too. <laughs> okay, so the episode starts off it's in uh, everybody's in the woods right after the scene where we saw them run behind a car last week. Yes. When Cole got hit in the leg with a with a hex hook knife thing. Oh, like a sickle, is that what they're called? Yeah, like I guess a, yeah, I guess. A sickle thing? Sure, a sickle thingy. <laughs> Um, so Cole was hitting the leg and then somehow the Reapers must have run after them and they ran into the woods. We don't see that mm. part. They grab Cole and they slit his throat. God. So Cole's gone. Maggie's boyfriend or whatever. He's gone. Oh, sorry, Mags. Then Duncan runs out from behind a tree. He's a big target. So he can't fit he's behind a, a tree, but he sort of ran out. He was like, uh, like, like he got caught. Where was he going? And they didn't have any guns. Our people had no guns. But they were just at a military base. Did you notice that? They have no yeah, guns. They, I don't know. Yeah, well, what's his face? Uh, Gage took all the ammo and lost it. Right, but didn't they have any guns with any ammo? They had you nothing? I think so. So Duncan gets uh, slashed or knifed a bunch of times. Oof. Father Gabriel gets slashed in the neck. But of course, ah. he doesn't die because he's a star of the show. So red shirts. Lots of red shirts. Oh, yeah, lots. Negan is hitting the leg with an axe. But did you notice he really didn't limp the rest of the episode? Yeah, you know what? He didn't at all. And there was he no was reference fine. to tying his leg up or bandaging himself. Yeah, what the hell? I, maybe it nicked him, but not really. Didn't hit him. It hit him in the leg. He had to pull it out, didn't he? God, I don't. He pulled he it out and used it as a weapon and threw it. Oh, that part. Yeah. Maggie has her arm lassoed. Elijah cuts her free, and then there's a then they lasso Elijah around his neck, and they pull him up. Um, they string him up over the branch or whatever. However, they pulled him up. Okay? Yeah. So, did they booby trap the area? They like, had what, a lot of stuff going on there. Right. Like, how did they know anyone was going to come there? How did, how would they, unless they climbed, they quickly ran up and climbed a tree and then lassoed down from the top of the tree and then found a way to pull him up. You know, you pull him up, it most likely is if you throw the rope over a branch, somehow you get it to land around his neck miraculously. And then you pull them up. Well, one of the first times we saw the Reapers when that guy blew himself up, um, they booby trapped the area and Maggie got 
looped around her foot and was hanging in the air. So they kind of do this. Yeah, but but if I remember correctly, in that area, he, he may have had time to throw. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you'd have to throw the the rope it's very over the convenient. branch. <laughs> it just didn't. It was yeah. Something was. I don't know. It was yeah. I, I call uh, lasso bullshit. Yes, lasso bullshit for sure. Okay, Maggie throws <laughs> an axe at a reaper but misses, uh, and then the credits roll. Yeah. So somehow she got away from the reaper. I'd like to point out that Maggie said, "If once you see them, you're dead." She's, yeah, we got to go back to that because that's for sure not she's right. She's not dead. We'll talk about later in the episode where people see them and don't die. Father Gabriel didn't die. Duncan didn't, didn't die, die in the in that scene. Yeah. Negan didn't die. Only the red shirts died. Yeah. Uh, for the definition of red shirts, uh, yesterday, <laughs> I believe, or today, when we're recording this, maybe today, is the 55th anniversary of Star Trek premiering on television. Oh, wow. Today? Uh, today, right. we're recording this on the 9th, so I think today's, yeah, yeah I'd lose track of which was yesterday or today was today. It doesn't matter. Don't tweet me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so red shirts, Google that if you don't know. But you listen to our, our show in order, I hope, and you know that I've complained about the red shirt syndrome. Yep. So everybody who was not a star of the show did not fare well. <laughs> not bye. Yeah. Okay. So we'll, unless, unless I said Elijah could be alive, we don't know yet. I'm assuming he is. Otherwise, they would have shown him die. And I feel like there's more to his character. I think for sure he's still alive. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Alexandria basically played the foil in this episode. It was the calm, fun, normal life stuff, mm-hmm. so they could break away from the horror and the darkness. Yeah. Uh, Magna tries to talk to Kelly about whatever's bothering her and um, and the note she found, but she says she doesn't want to talk about it. I don't talk about it, nothing to talk about. Yeah. Um, Aaron goes to talk to Carol in the supply room because she's leaving uh, and she hasn't been showing up to work, even though she's supposed to be doing chores. She's very busy. Uh, she has her own agenda. She has like, things to do. You know, Carol, she has her own agenda. She's convinced she can find horses. That's her big thing. I'm going to go find horses. Yeah. Ten years into the apocalypse, she's finding <laughs> horses. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The four kids on the show, Judith, Gracie, RJ, and Herschel, they're talking about how their parents always come back, but they like to, they like to make them feel, um, I guess they're talking about how their parents lie to them because they don't yeah. want them to know that they might not come back. So like, oh, we'll be back. You know, we'll see you soon. So it's funny how they're all grown up now. I know. And they're so cute. Like God, we didn't they're, they're super smart. RJ's talking now. He's, he's clearly gotten older. Yeah. Herschel, we didn't even get to see grow up. He's old enough. Um, so the four kids are there. We'll see them later. Maggie's walking through a parking lot of a shopping mall. Somehow she got away from a reaper in the darkness. Yeah. And now she's, it's daytime the next morning. All by herself. Nobody's following her at that, at that moment anyway. Bizarre. So we don't know what happened to Duncan at that point or father Gabriel. Maggie goes to open the door to what, to the mall that she's uh, approaching and a knife gets thrown into the wall. And again, these are the Reapers, right? You die if you see them, you're dead. Yeah. They don't have very good aim at the stars of the show. And they yeah. were following her, but they didn't try to kill her in the in the woods or the hours after that when she was walking by herself. Yeah, they didn't make a move. They didn't make a move. But now that she's going to open a door, now they can try to kill her. So this is the building. <laughs> right now. Right now. This is the <laughs> building that was in the trailer for this week. Uh, we talked about it. On last yes. week's episode where the metal railings give way on the staircase. Right in the right spot. Right. Maggie puts empty bottles on the door handles so if anyone comes in, she'll hear it, which is smart. Uh, this building apparently has liquor bottles all over the place, conveniently located. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was a lot a lot, of, a lot around. <laughs> yeah. She's now in a huge empty room where there's uh, mannequins everywhere. And so I thought... 
That shit's always so creepy. I hate that stuff. I thought I for it. sure, like, one of the Reapers <laughs> or one of the bad guys would be posed as a... Yes. Right? That's what I thought. Right. Like, all of a sudden starts moving, but he's It like, starts coming at her. Right. But, you know, they wear black, so... By the way, again, bad guys. Yeah. Why do you feel the need to wear black? I know you can't be seen at night, but did they go looking for black clothing, and do they know they're bad guys? I... I <laughs> Do they know they're bad? Right? Do they go, you know what? We probably should wear black. We're bad people. We're bad people. We're, we're bad. bad so we do we have to wear black? black. Like, yeah. There's not one guy who goes, kind of like blue. Can I just wear blue? Yeah. No one's My favorite see- girl is pink. Like, let's go. Right, not camo. <laughs> right, yeah. Pink in the apocalypse. That'd be great. <laughs> anyway. So she's going up the staircase. Which This is before the mannequin room. I apologize. She's going up the staircase, and she's using a flashlight, and she's looking down at the floor. And over the railing, down at the floor of the railing. Yeah. And she's not looking forward. So she gets to the landing, and she doesn't put the flashlight on the landing for some reason. And a walker comes up behind her, which she fights with. And it falls through the, the, the from the trailer we saw this, falls through the, the railing, which breaks away, and yep. falls down the center of the staircase. Like in the staircase is a circle. And right, okay. So she continues up the stairs, looking behind her, and on the floor, but not in front of her. And we already know from the trailer, thanks trailer guy, that a reaper is going to come up from behind her. Yes. Right? Yeah. And it's creepy as hell. (laughs) The reaper comes up from behind her. Again, doesn't kill her right away. And then she turns around and sees him. And then the bottles break downstairs. Right? She must have walked up 10 flights of stairs. Yeah. But she hears the bottles break, which means a second reaper is coming into the building. Oh, shit. So my first question is. How did the Reaper, was he just standing on the landing? What was he doing there? They he didn't, had to have been, because otherwise, if he came in the other way, she would have heard the bottles earlier. Right, but but this this they didn't know she was going to the mall. No. So is this the guy that threw the knife? And what did he do? Run around the mall entrance? Run up a different staircase? How would they... How, explain hoping that to me. she comes up the staircase in that Right, building. hoping that she leaves the woods. Yeah, exactly. Finds the mall, goes in the side entrance... Goes up that particular staircase and doesn't look with her flashlight so you can come up behind her. I mean, I'm overanalyzing, but that's what their, I get paid to do. There are people, some of their people stay there and they just, he happened to be there, but he was by himself. So that doesn't make sense. Doesn't either. make sense. So this is the Reaper that has the skull face. Yes. Okay. Because he comes back somehow. He's terrifying. He, yes, he comes back. So the Reaper comes up behind her. She spins around and. All of a sudden, at the exact same moment, the liquor bottles break. The Reaper, who didn't kill her, she shoves him, she stabs him in the leg, I think, and shoves him over the railing, and he falls down the stairs. Yes. Now, I don't think he fell down the center of the stairs, but he definitely fell down maybe a half a flight. Yeah, definitely, just like a few steps, I think. Enough that she didn't seem to worry about him any longer? I'd be worried. Okay. She hears another Reaper running up the stairs, so she runs off, and that's where she walks into the... uh, the big room with the mannequins everywhere. Cut to Father Gabriel. He's in the uh, in the woods praying for strength. And it looks like, we again, it looks like a scene was edited out. He's got a spike through his hand that then goes into his leg. So his hand is spiked down onto his leg. Oh. But we didn't see that happen. No, we didn't. He pulls it out of his hand, uh, which has to be painful. And he watches somebody limping off in the distance. Who, uh, he was a reaper because you see his reaper mask laying there mm-hmm. on the ground. Back to Maggie. She's on the floor of the mall with the mannequins that I mentioned before. Alden pops up out of nowhere. So again, so Alden was in the mall. So did the other Reaper follow Alden to the mall? 
Is that how? I've been following all of them, and then because I don't, I don't know who was following who, but all of a sudden he was there. Yeah, he was just there, right? He's like, (laughs) "Oh, hey, Maggie. Okay, we've been separated since last night, but hey, (laughs) hey, how you doing? I just happened to be behind a pole, and then a reaper comes out of nowhere." And jumps on Alden, and we find out later, stabs him repeatedly in the abdomen. Oh, God. Another Reaper, the Skull Reaper, she threw down the steps. He's coming after her now. He didn't die. He jumps on Maggie. He's about to kill her with his axe thing, his sickle. And luckily, liquor bottle bullshit, (laughs) she has time to reach back with one hand as she's holding the other knife. She's holding the knife from stabbing her with her left hand, her non-dominant hand. Oh, my God. She's keeping it with one hand. She reaches back for the bottle. He sees her doing this. She breaks it. He sees her doing this and allows her to stab him in the face with it. These are the toughest killers we've ever seen on the show. And he held the knife back. She held it with one hand and then stabbed him in the face. Okay. Okay. Then Maggie throws a knife into the back of the guy who's beating up and stabbing Alden. He throws a grenade or some kind of explosive device at them. They jump behind cardboard boxes, and they're That's okay. That's what it looked like. <laughs> the last grenade we saw blew up an entire train car of walkers. Yeah. These guys are fine behind boxes. <laughs> they find Alden. He's badly wounded. Negan asks what the plan is, and Maggie tells him, we're still going to get the food and supplies and meet up with everyone. And Negan says, we don't even know if anyone else is alive. Negan says, these guys are the real deal. They're not put on a show here. Which made me think, like, well, was Negan put on a show? You know, does he know I what it's he like? Was, he, he was playing it up a little bit. Like, he didn't always City. go out for the kill, but... Right. He says, we can't be on any road because they will use the roads to attack us. Which he knows because he used, they use the roads and the train tracks to attack people. That's what bad guys do. That's, he, and they wear black. Yeah. He tells Maggie, uh, look, I'm on your side. And she says, if you're on my side, then help me with Alden. Help me. I told you things weren't going to end well for Alden because he was the moral compass last week, didn't yeah, I? Yeah. I said, did. I said... You said, you did say. Cut to Rosita. She's out in the woods. Carol, Magna, and Kelly come to talk to her about going horse hunting, which now they're going to four of them. The girls are going horse hunting. Rosita says she's having dreams about Abraham. She says, I was trying to tell him something. Um, I'm sorry. He was trying to tell me something that I'm supposed to do. And every time he's about to tell me, either I can't hear him or he gets shot in the head. Ooh. She says she thinks it's a message for something that's supposed that she's supposed to do for Alexandria. Hmm. I saw something online, a theory mm. in the comics. So someone on a uh, main pl- player in the comics at the Commonwealth, once everybody ends up there is causing a big scene and tries to kill the, uh, the woman who runs the Commonwealth. So this, this male character is causing, making it bad for the Alexandrian survivors. And another main, because I don't want to ruin the comics for you, another yeah. main character shoots him in the head for the benefit of Alexandria. Hmm. So the theory is Rosita might have to shoot someone in the head for the benefit of Alexandria once they get to Commonwealth. That this might Ooh. be a foreshadowing that she's having this dream. That makes sense. And keep in mind, in the comics, Abraham got shot in the head with the arrow that Dr. Denise got shot in the head with. Yes, on the show. you're right. You're right. So there's a couple of things to think about in terms of Abraham and or someone getting shot in the head. So there you go. Just putting it out there. Mag and Alden and uh, Negan stop for a minute and they realize they have two miles to go to find the place that they're looking for. They hear a woman screaming. They never explain the screaming, by the way. No. 
they start going towards the screaming and Negan says, really, that's the plan? We're going towards the screaming. <laughs> Hilarious, right? When they, when, they, when they walk, I don't know, 30 feet, Agatha is killing walkers by herself. Three or four of them. Yeah. She's obviously good at it, right? Yeah. I'm not sure why she'd be screaming for help. But anyway, it was her. A walker attacks Alden and he manages to kill it by himself. Negan kind of stands there and watches him. Agatha tells Maggie that Duncan's in bad shape. And I mm. thought to myself, why would you kill Duncan? I know. He's a lovable big guy. I mean, you have Jerry. He's the lovable big guy. But I just feel like Duncan was like picking the kids up on his shoulders. And I know. And he, we just met him. I, I guess they don't want to have anybody who's like really tough so that Daryl can be the really tough guy. Yeah. But Duncan looked like, a, like oh, he's a good fighter. But no, he didn't. So, yeah. so they find Duncan sitting on by the side of a wall. He's dying. He says, make sure Agatha gets home safely. Because obviously we find out now, like we talked about, they, they were They're dating. Yeah. And then he dies. At that point, I knew Agatha was not getting home safely. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, spoiler. Uh, Maggie kisses his head and then stabs his brain. Um. Cut back to the women. I, I refer to the women, the four of them who were looking for horses, as the four horsewomen of the apocalypse. <laughs> that's, that's my name for them. The four horsewomen of the apocalypse. Of the apocalypse, right? That's a good name. Okay, I like it. Chris Hardwick, if you're listening, that should have been on Talking Dead. <laughs> they find a bunch of horses ripped apart uh, along the water. Carol wants to keep going and the rest of them want to go home because it's getting late. Carol says, but we need the horses. And Magna convinces everyone to go home. And if, now, so um, there's uh, two guys on YouTube that I like. Knockbro Nation, N-O-C-B-R-O, Knockbro Nation. And, okay. and they do fan reaction of the videos of the show. So you'll see them watching the episode. And at, when this happened, I, I said to myself, you know, they're going to walk by and there'll be a herd of horses any second now. <laughs> so as they're watching it, one of the guys of the two guys says, uh, call me psychic, but you know, there's going to be a herd of horses okay. right over the hill. And of course, horse bullshit. Well, I guess it'd be horse shit, right? Horse shit. Horse shit, yes. I'm calling horse shit for the first time in 196 <laughs> episodes. And uh, we're only four episodes away from what, Jamie? 200. 192. 192. Did you not listen to the beginning? Yes, also. I did, and then you were just trying to throw me. I, <laughs> if I threw you, you'd land hard and break your butt again. Oh, we don't want to go there again. <laughs> was I there before? Who was there before? <laughs> I don't, want, I don't. Okay. Okay. Right, let's I'll move on. I don't want to go there. Okay. All right. Very good. All right. So uh, as fate would have it, not only do they find the horses, it's near a dairy farm with a paddock that they can get the horses in. How convenient. So opening the paddock door, the horses all decide to run into the paddock. Yeah. And they all just frolic right in. Yeah. By the way, the, the paddock area is where the helicopter took off from with uh, Rick and Jada. Same. Yes. Same scene. Same. Same. Same area, area there. Right. Okay. All right, so none of them can lasso the horse, and Kelly decides that everyone should drop their lassos and that uh, the horses will want to come to them and want to be taken back to Alexandria. And, of course, they do. They all come down. Is like, she oh. like a horse whisperer now? Yeah. A so cowgirl? Carol pets this beautiful horse who was a wild horse in the woods that somehow mm-hmm. knows to go up to people and let you just pet him? Let them touch him, yeah. Okay. So this horse trusted Carol. I just want to point that out as we go along. Oh, okay? God. Father Gabriel finds a reaper, the guy he was following, with an arrow in his neck, bleeding, praying to God. Father Gabriel walks up. He's got an ice pick in his hand, the one that was in his hand. It's in his other hand now. Not in his hand, but he's holding it. Yes. The reaper says to Father Gabriel, he says, would you pray for me? 
And Father Gabriel says, you tried to kill my friends. And he says, you guys tried to kill us. Now, I, you guys tried to kill our show members. First. You can't blame them for trying to kill you back. Yeah. Self-defense, sir. Right. So the man again says, you have to pray for your enemies, right? You have to. I still don't know how he knows he's a priest. He still wears his little collar. He was wearing a jacket or something. You couldn't see his oh. collar. Oh, I thought you could. No. So I looked in the scene. I, I looked oh. twice. I'm like, I don't understand how he knows. How does he know this? How does he know unless there's a spy? Otherwise, how would you know he's a father? Father bullshit. Right, right, exactly. Unless he said, don't stab me, I'm a priest. (laughs) So, but they they certainly didn't make it obvious there was a collar there. Yeah. You could see Father Gabriel's not going to pray for him. He says to Father Gabriel, I thought you were a man of God. And Father Gabriel replies, God isn't here anymore and stabs him in the head. Shit. (laughs) Now, this is the guy who killed Dante. Right, oh, went to his jail to, cell. He like, went to town on Dante. Yeah. Oh, spoiler, Dante's dead. Yeah. Yeah. The spoiler. Yeah, spoiler there. Uh, so Father Gabriel, not taking any shit anymore. I guess he feels like zombie apocalypse, all the death and destruction he's seen. It's hard to be religious. And you're not, and he, I guess he's beyond the point of praying for his enemies at this point. Yeah. He's, he's beyond that. So, all right. We'll get right back to Maggie, Negan, and Alden uh, and the rest of everything else right after this. Hey, this is Seth Gilliam. I play Father Gabriel on The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Walkers and Talkers with David Brody and Jamie. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. All right, so Maggie and Negan notice there are two times as many walkers in front of them now as there were before. So yeah. we saw them walking with Alden, with um, Agatha, the four of them, and they, uh, they made a left into the woods. Now, here's the weird thing. When they first got to the wooded area where we see them, right, after they, they leave with Agatha, yeah. they see walkers and then they head into the woods. They didn't really do anything that would have attracted the walkers to follow them. No, not really. They weren't making sound. Right, and yet the walkers start following them. Now, I want you to keep in mind, 
they're walkers, right? They're going through a, a, a hilly, wooded area with tree limbs and branches on the ground. None of them trip and fall. And they start gaining on them. Now, I know Alden is slowing them down. Yeah, but to gain on them, that's kind of... Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, Negan starts to get a little nervous. And he, and he says, uh, listen, your, your plan's not going to work. She says, you're a free man. You can leave whenever you want. And he says, look, Maggie, you were gone a very long time. A lot has changed. And she says, you may have fooled them, but you don't fool me. Hmm. You're good at lying to yourself. You are not one of us. Hmm. Okay, but he doesn't leave. He could have left. Yeah. So Alden is limping along with Maggie. And he says, uh, is this what you expected when you came back? And she said, I'm going to rebuild Hilltop with you. We're going to make it. And he says, you know, you're raising your son, Adam. I'm like, oh, I guess his son's uh, name is Adam. That's going to make yeah. things sadder if he doesn't get home. Oh, God. And uh, Alden starts talking about like he's not going to make it. So the, the herd of walkers that they didn't know were behind them is now following them, as I pointed out. Negan finds a burnt walker that you mentioned before yes. with his hands tied behind his back with a sign over his head that says Judas. Mm. So maybe they burn traitors or rats. If, if this was the Reapers. Yeah. We don't know if this was the Reapers because in relation to the first forest, we don't know where they are. We don't. Right? We don't know if this is where they burn people and call them Judas. We, we don't know. But that may be what they wanted to do with Elijah. Like he tried to leave and he's a Judas. He tried to, you mm. know. Mm? See what I'm saying? Mm-mm. See it? I see it. So while Negan is staring and they're stopped, now the herd is practically on them. They wasted time staring while the, the herd, they sort of like did a... Like five quick baby steps boom, 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 and like buy them. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Like, you know, like what is the game where you go, um, uh, may I take five giant steps forward? Red light, green light. Red light, green light. One, two, three. They did the one, two, three real quick and they were right up behind red them. Light, green light. <laughs> Burnt Walker. Boom. There they are. Boom. At this point, I said to myself, I wrote a note here. Agatha is not going to make it because Duncan mm-hmm. told Maggie to promise she would get back alive. Oh, crap. And she's a red shirt. Yes, she is. The next thing I typed was Agatha is fighting a couple of walkers and one of them grabs her arm and bites into it, which we saw in one of the trailers for this season that someone got their arm bitten. Mm-hmm. That, and by the way, I know you want to say it. Uh, who was playing that particular walker that bit her arm? Greg Nicotero. Right, your special effects expert. Yes. Of the show. I don't know if he directed the episode, or, but he's obviously a big deal. And occasionally he dresses up as a walker. So she got to die by his hand or his mouth. That's awesome. Maggie tries to save her, but she's swarmed by other walkers who devour her. And uh, Negan pulls Maggie away as she's screaming, no, no. Oh, yeah, that was really rough. Oh, right. But she doesn't even know Cole's dead. Well, she finds out her boy Cole's dead. Yeah. Poles don't last very long in the, in the Walking Dead yeah, universe. They really don't. My goodness. Yeah. By the way, uh, Mips, who played Cole on Fear the Walking Dead, my pal Sebastian. We yeah. had our fantasy football draft. How'd it go? That went well on Sunday. He did well. I think I did well. So we'll see. See how it all plays out, so to speak. My celebrity league with one celebrity in it. <laughs> Back to the horse whispers or the four uh, horse women of the apocalypse. They, um, they return with the horses to Alexandria. First thing I thought was, you bring in the horses back where you don't have enough food for the people. How are you going to feed the horses? Right? Yeah. Now, somehow the horses have been feeding themselves. You have to wonder what the horses have been eating. I was wondering that too. Like, what are they eating? They look pretty full. They look very healthy. And horses don't eat other animals. No, they don't. So it's not like they were hunting. So that whatever they were eating, you should be eating. If they're eating <laughs> berries and grass, you should be eating berries and grass. <laughs> I guess this hay, maybe horses eat hay. I know that. So maybe they have hay. 
Magna talks to Carol and tells her to stop filling Kelly's head with ideas because uh, she says, you're telling her Connie's still alive. You guys are going out looking for her. She said, my family, meaning her and, uh, and um, what's his name? Our, our buddy. The other guy in their group. Oh, um, Dan. Oh, that's his, that's real, his real name. name. Luke. Luke. Luke, right. Thank you. <laughs> that she and Luke and, and Yumiko, which, you know, you got you to worry about Yumiko, let alone the rest of the yeah. group. But that her little family needs to move on and that Connie's dead. Because mm. clearly she saw her swarm by walkers or cut off or whatever. I guess that somebody will find out that she didn't help her or didn't save her. And so oh, she's boy. in no hurry to find her if she is out there. But Magna sure. is acting like she's convinced Connie is dead. I'm like, she is in for a rude awakening, girl. Anyway. <laughs> So my question soon got answered. <laughs> Carol walks one of the horses into the barn, gets oh, it to God. lay down. How often do you see horses lay how, down on their own? How the hell did she do that? She she knows how to. I don't know if there's some episode where we found where she was a horse owner at some point because oh, she couldn't lasso the horse, but somehow no. she gets the horse to lay down. I've never seen a horse lay down unless it was giving and birth or it was dead. Hmm. So she's petting the horse, and then spoiler. She cuts the th- throat of the horse. Oh, God. Yeah, I was like, oh, J- Jamie's going to be upset. I'm still upset over buttons. Yeah, I know. They reference buttons. I do. I, I Do you know I thought of buttons? And then Aaron said, I was like, oh, thank you. Tribute to buttons. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Anyway, so she puts a bucket under the horse oh, to like God. get the blood. And oh. Aaron walks in and she's fig- he figures out what she's doing. He's like, oh, now we got food. I'm like, the damn oh. horse trusted you, Carol. You killed it. You ki- and, and why? Like that one? Of all the ho- There's four horses there, right? Look at the hay, horsey. <laughs> yeah, look at the... Uh, 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 that's good. Look at the hay. <laughs> so Judith brings a plate of meat to the other kids, which they don't tell you it's the horse meat. You kind of just know. You have to figure out... It looks... It looks... Uh, so they, they butchered... They butchered... They figured out how to butcher it and, oh, and, and uh, cook it. Cook it. Uh, she doesn't say it's horse meat, but she must have said they're, they're cooking horse. And all the kids are eating the horse. Oh, yeah. Herschel's like, I've eaten worse. I've eaten bugs. Yeah, I've eaten spiders. <laughs> yeah, he says, you just got to eat the horse meat fast. Just oh. eat it quickly. Oh. Kelly sits down next to Magnon, hugs her, which I thought was a nice, you know. Yeah. Oh, I don't hate you. Carol approaches and she and Kelly are off again. I guess she leaves with Kelly to go search for Connie, I guess. Right? Yeah. So far at this point, all of the non-main characters are dead or disappeared from the Reapers. Negan, Maggie, and Alden are on the road. They see a house. They decide to go in and take a break and get off the road. It's what's left of a church. Yeah. Alden says, you guys should leave me here. I'm slowing you down. Maggie doesn't want to. I was waiting the whole episode for Alden to make some reference to the fact he used to be a savior. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's there with Negan. He yeah. really hasn't talked to Negan much this since he was crazy. a savior. And when he was a savior, he wasn't a high level guy. So he probably really never talked to Negan. So he says, you want to know why I walked away from him? And Negan's right over there. Like, Negan's like, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. (laughs) He says, I walked away from everything he stood for because I trusted you, Maggie. I trusted you to do the right thing, even when it it was difficult, my friend. Supplies. Maggie, the only thing that matters now is supplies. Alexandria is waiting for us. Herschel and Judith and Adam, they need us. You need to go. You have to jettison me the way you, you did with Gage. And she says, Gage made his choice. Well, he made his choice to run off. He didn't make his choice to die. That's a true. And then that he says, true. well, I'm making my choice then, and I want you to leave me here. Mm. He said, if this plan fails, everything you worked for, the future dies with it. And then what happens to Adam? In other words, if we don't save them, my son's going to die. My priority is you going. Yeah. 
So Negan says, the sun's going down, Maggie. You got to make a decision. And she says, it's easy for you, isn't it? You're reckless with someone else's life. But this time, you don't get to decide who lives or dies anymore. At this point, I'm thinking that Alden's going to take his own life. Oh, yeah. Like while while they're arguing, he's just going to kill himself behind him. Oh, God. No, thank God he didn't. Maggie says, it's your fault we're here because you destroyed everything we built. Now, that's not true. That's not true. He didn't destroy Alexandria. No. Right? And, and, and if he didn't shoot the arrow into Hilltop, the other 40 people were. Yeah, exactly. Hello? Yeah. So the Whispers destroyed what they had, not Negan. And technically, it was Daryl's fault the Whispers were pissed at them in the first place. Right? Because mm-hmm. he shot the guy in the leg. Um, cause when they were, and when they went to save Eugene. So technically, it's Eugene's fault that they even found the Whispers. Remember Eugene went off to put a radio tower up in the... Oh, my Lord, yes. That's when they crossed paths with the Whispers. And then Daryl didn't want to give uh, What's-Her-Face back. Oh, Lydia. Lydia. Right? So it's, it's Daryl's fault. It's always Daryl's fault. Starting the drama. It's always Daryl's fault. Negan gets blamed for it. <laughs> so Negan says, uh, he, gives a, he gives the old, well, that's well and good, but whatever, you, you know, whatever, man. But you still need to decide. In other words, okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my fault. Blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada, yada. But you still got to make a decision what we're doing here. He's right. You got to pick a side and stick to it. So Maggie takes some supplies out of her bag, gives them to Alden, gives him a knife, and they're leaving. And Maggie says, you better be here when we come back. He says, you better come back. So they go outside. (laughs) Negan kills a walker with a crowbar. And this was an awesome shot. Uh, It's a low down shot, like from behind Negan, looking up at the bloody crowbar. Mm. And then the background is is uh, Maggie looking at the bloody yes. crowbar. What did that remind you of? Oh, Glenn, spoiler. Yeah, the bat, right? Look yep. at look at the bat, look Rosita. At the bat. Oh, the bat. He likes to hit things. Yeah, Rosita didn't want to look at the bat. Yeah. Right? Look at the bat, Rosita. So I thought that was a great scene because it was eerie. Like it was, oh my God, it that's really eerie. good footage. Okay, uh, Talking Dead, we'll get to in a minute. Uh, Ryan Hurst and Callum McAuliffe, uh, Alden and Beta were on. Uh, I thought it was one of the better episodes in a while, although I love Talking Dead. I really enjoyed this one. And we'll talk about that right after what? After this. Hi, this is Pollyanna McIntosh, Jadis, a.k.a. Anne on The Walking Dead. And you're listening to David Brody and Jamie on The Walkers and Talkers podcast. I listen to them on the up, up, up. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. 
Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. All right, Talking Dead, Ryan Hurst, Callum McAuliffe. The first question they asked the two of them, Chris Hardwick said, who would win in a fight, Beta or the Skull Mask Reaper? Come and, on, guys. Well, who do you think would win? Beta. Okay. All right. And it was split right in half. Like, I mean, 50-50. Yeah. Beta fell down an elevator shaft and he lived. But the and Skull he Mask stabbed in the chest. Right. But the Skull Mask Reaper fell down a staircase also. So Yeah, but not an elevator shaft. Yeah. So Ryan, Ryan Hurst says, I'm more badass than he is. He goes, we wore, I wore dead people on my face. <laughs> Callan made a joke about how all of a sudden, uh, if you notice, I have great archery skills. He was a riot on the show. He was. He said, first I was a blacksmith out of nowhere. Very funny. And then I have, I have uh, archery skills. Now I'm an archer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hardwick asked Ryan uh, Hurst, which member of the show would make the best whisperer? And he said Magna, that she's kind of aloof and a loner and that uh, she would work out. In memoriam, they showed who died, Cole, Duncan, Agatha. All the red Ooh. shirts. Yep. They did not. They did not show Elijah. To, no, they didn't. Right. They showed the main course, which was the horse, of oh, course, God. of course, of course. Yeah. Maggie talking about her relationship with Negan and how every time he does something good, something. Oh, so they had Lauren Cohan on, um, you know, via satellite. I don't know via satellite. They interviewed her. They showed a clip. And she says, every time he does something good, something reminds you of what he used to be. And yeah. she referenced the bloody crowbar, reminding her of the bloody bat. Which I was like, oh, yeah, I call that. I mean, that was exactly. an obvious one. Yeah. But in other words, every time you think Negan's like coming around, he makes that Glenn comment. Like he slips back into old school Negan. Ugh. So in case you're like, oh, I don't remember him being bad. Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> oh, now I remember. Yeah. Uh, Hardwick asked Callan if he thinks Alden has forgiven Lydia for being part of the group that killed his girlfriend, Enid. And Callan admitted that they had filmed a scene where he and Lydia talked and straightened everything out. But the scene was cut. Hmm. So that's interesting that uh, I'm wanting to, what they uh, oh well I guess it was what it ended up on the floor like the scene yeah. of Father Gabriel being stabbed in the leg through his yeah. hand. So scene from episode four which some of you may have already seen Daryl walking through the woods with dog a reaper attacks them again I want to point out Daryl doesn't die even though every time a reaper sees you you're dead before you see them <laughs> dog bites the reaper in the leg the reaper throws the dog. And that's when you hear the dog screech. I don't like that. I, don't I like did that. not like that at all. I got mm-hmm. really upset. Uh, audience poll. Will Alden be okay? 60% said yes. 40% say no. Alden would not be okay. Hmm. Uh, Callum made a joke. Uh, let's see. But, uh, oh, you know, we told about that. Oh, he, so they said, do you, do you survive? Like, can you tell us anything? He says, I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert on the, the human anatomy. But I got stabbed in the stomach 47 times. So... <laughs> So I don't know if that's him saying too much or that's him trying to mislead us. I don't know. What do you think? Like, what's your gut telling you? How would you have voted? Is Alden dying? I want to say no, but 
I mean, he was stabbed so many times in the stomach, and like you said, moral compass, and he's a good man, and I just feel like by the time he gets back, like, sepsis will set in or something, and he'll be, it won't end well. Unless they can get him a lot of antibiotics. Yeah, but there's, I mean, how do you sew that up? How do you, I mean. Uh, you can. He's so, like, butchered in the stomach. It's just, it's going to be, it's not going to end well. It's going to okay. be really sad. Okay, so here's this. Do the Reapers, or do does a Reaper find him? Um, in the church and he uses the knife to kill the guy and then he dies. Like, does he do one more thing heroic? Oh, he's so injured. Uh, God, I don't know. And then he barricaded himself in there and he's so quiet. So yeah, but I the, don't, I don't they'll know. come in through a window or something. Who knows? Oh. All right, we'll see. Uh, next week, Alana Masterson, who played Tara, she's back. I wonder if she has a new album out. <laughs> Hillary Burton Morgan. <gasps> Love her. And a surprise guest, which, as Ooh. you know, usually means someone is dying. Someone uh, may die. Or, or maybe it's the actor who plays the Pope. Or the oh, actress could who, be. Or the actress who plays Leah. Because yeah. they, they can't say she's going to be on, because then we would know that that was her in the mask, as if we her. didn't know. I'm going to say it's Leah. That that's why. So too, that's why. But Pope makes the first appearance in episode four, I think. So <laughs> I'm going to say it's either Pope or Leah. Okay. Pope or Leah. Oh, popolea. Sounds like a really nice Italian appetizer. <laughs> Can I just do some popolea? <laughs> I will I'll do that. I'll take that, please. I'll take that, please. Okay. Uh, it's, it's, it's come to that time now. What time is it? Jamie? Yes? Do you know? I do know what time it is. What are we four episodes away from? 192. <laughs> no, episode 200. 196 oh, plus four is... You're screwing with me now because every time I give the answer, you change it on me. <laughs> All right. Jamie, it's time. What time is it? It's time it's to time shut, to this, shut shit this shit down. down. Perfect. Nailed that was good it. that time. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Dot com slash compatibility.